What's up, everybody? This is episode two of I Spoiled It. My name is Ed, and today we're going to be spoiling the movie Titanic. I mean, I know it's an older movie, but there's no, no current movie that is in theaters that I really wanted to go see. So let's get to it. So the movie starts off at the wreckage of the Titanic, and we see a submersible like hovering above the ship, and they're looking for a specific room. And so they go into this room and move some of the debris, and they locate a safe. So they bring the safe back on board, and the um, Daniel, not Daniel, I forget his name. But anyway, David Paxton, I believe his name was. But yeah, he, you know, opens, they open the safe, and he reaches in, and it's a bunch of, like, mud and documents. And turns out they were actually looking for a this rare rare diamond called Heart of the Ocean. So, but, you know, they go through all the documents and clean those, and they're um, doing a newscast, and where this elderly lady sees the newscast, and they're showing where they're cleaning the documents, and she notices one of the documents is actually a drawing, and turns out it's a drawing of her. So she contacts David Paxton, and tells him that, you know, hey, did you find the diamond issue? And he's like, what the hell? We didn't even mention the diamond. How does she know about this? So they fly her out on a helicopter, and um, she, you know, they want to find out from her where the diamond could be. But instead, she decides that she wants to tell them basically the story of her life. And they're like, oh, what the hell? We got to sit through this bullshit. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So we flash back to 1912 on the day the Titanic is starting its maiden voyage. So Rose and her fiance at the time, Cal, get out of their car and Rose kind of like is all blase about the Titanic and Cal's like, Rose, you can't be blase about the Titanic. It's way bigger than the Mauritania. Now come on, let's go count my money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And meanwhile, um, Jack and his friend Fabrizio are at the bar across the way from the Titanic playing a card game. Jack ends up winning the card game. Not only does he win money, but he wins the two people, other people that they were playing. He wins their tickets to the Titanic. And then they're running towards the ship because it's about to set sail. And ironically, they say that they're the luckiest people alive. <laughs> yeah, right. So they get into they're on the ship. The ship sails off and everybody's set, getting set into their little routines. And we meet... Rose's mother, who turns out to be a really horrible woman, apparently she is using Rose, you know, to basically keep up their lifestyle because when her husband died, you know, the money eventually was gone as well and they're practically broke. So she's wanting to get Rose to marry Cal because he's rich and then basically it will support them and, you know, maintain their lifestyle. Rose has absolutely no... F- romantic feelings towards Cal. And then there's actually a scene where Cal is trying to like, you know, win her affections. And he's like, just open your heart to me, Rose. There's nothing I deny you. I promise you, I will make you happy. If you just give me that good, good, our lives would be just wonderful. And, you know, Rose is just so overwhelmed at one point with marrying a man that she doesn't love all this pressure from her mother to be like this perfect woman that she is like just she snaps and she like runs one night runs to the back of the ship and is planning to jump 
and while she runs past, Jack is laying there smoking some weed, I mean, smoking a cigarette, and he hears like, what the hell is this? And he hears this woman walk, and he looks up, and he sees her standing on the ledge. He's like, hey, yo, boo, what you doing? Why, why are you going to jump? I mean, you know, if you jump, then I'm going to have to jump in there after you. I mean, and of course, we know he wouldn't have jumped in there. Bullshit. But anyway, he talks her into, you know, getting back on, you know, on the other side of the ledge. And as she's stepping over, she slips and, you know, he's holding on to her. She screams. Some of the crew from the Titanic here, he, they're thinking that he was trying to hurt her. Well, she admits that, no, you know, he wasn't trying to hurt, hurt me. He actually saved me. And so she kind of gave Jack this look, though. Hey, don't tell them why, what was really happening, blah, blah, blah. So she made them believe that she tried to lean over to see the propellers and slipped. So as they were leaving, Cal <laughs> gives him $20 for saving his fiance's life, which, you know, I guess tells you how much he truly values her. And so, but ultimately ends up inviting Jack to dinner that night. So Jack goes to dinner and Rose's evil mother is just hell bent on trying to embarrass him, you know, just reminds everybody that Jack isn't a third class passenger, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Jack holds his own and he ends up impressing everyone. So as Jack leaves, he hands Rose a note, says, you know, come with me if you really meet me, if you really want to party, you know, have fun, something to that effect. And Cal's, oh, Cal, excuse me, Rose's mother kind of sees this, but she doesn't say anything. So Rose, Rose slips away, goes down to third class. They have this party. She drinks and everything, and they have fun. Then they go about their way. The following day, Jack tries to meet up with Rose again, and she's kind of like pushing him away, you know, because her, her, her mother reminded her, hey, we're practically broke. We, you need to marry this guy, you know, everything. So and basically lays this guilt trip on Rose. So Rose is like, no, I got to do this for my family, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, you know, she and Jack, you know, get get back together. And um, so <laughs> Rose and Jack meet up and they're like talking. They're standing at the front of the ship and everything. And he has her stand up on the... Um, railing of the very front of the ship and close her eyes and then she opens her eyes she's like oh. so they go back to rose's rose and jack's room and um rose asks jack to draw her and so she goes to the safe and gets this uh gets the diamond and puts it on and then homegirl gets buck naked jack's like oh snap but he's a gentleman he sits there and he draws her and everything so then she puts her clothing back on and puts the drawing into the safe and locks that so they're walking out and um then cal had kind of suspected what was going on he had his henchmen follow him follow um rose and jack and so he they end up finding out okay he's following us so they start running so they're running all throughout the ship and they run through the boiler room and then they end up in the storage area, whatever you call it, and they hide in a car. So Cal's henchman and he has a couple of the crew, Titanic crew, you know, helping him out as well. They're, they run by and they're gone. So Jack and Rose are in there by themselves in the car. So Jack's, 
So Jack, you know, turns on the radio, plays, put on, puts on some Marvin Gaye, and they sing, you know, boom. They're at it. Windows fogged up, handprints all on, all fogging up the window and everything. And um, then that was that. So then Rose says, you know, hey, I'm going to, when we dock in New York, I'm going off, I'm going to get off with you. And Jack's like, okay, cool. Okay, bet. That sounds good. So they're out, like, at the front of the ship. And um, they're like, they start kissing and everything. And then the lookouts, they say, oh, bloody hell, look at this. They're making out over here. I see. And next thing you know, they're not paying attention to what's going on. Then they look up, boom, the iceberg is right there. So then he's like, iceberg right ahead. Why aren't you moving, you bastards? Bloody hell. And so the ship hits the iceberg. So Rose had spoken with um, the shipbuilder back you know, earlier in the earlier in the movie where he told her, hey, yeah, there are not enough lifeboats if this ship sinks, blah, blah, blah. So Rose knowing that, okay, yeah, she went back to Cal to warn her, Cal and his mother. Well, you know, so they do that. On the way there, though, they run into the henchman who's also following them, but he sets Jack up. He takes the diamond. He takes the diamond and puts the diamond in Jack's coat pocket. So as soon as they get into the room, Cal's like, gives um, his henchman a look, and his was like, yeah, it's done. So he accuses Jack of stealing. So Jack, you know, they search Jack and they find it. And of course, Jack, you didn't do it. He's trying to say he didn't, blah, blah, blah. And Rose is shocked, but she kind of doesn't believe him. But at the same time, she's shocked the whole situation is happening. Jack gets arrested. Now, mean, now keep in mind, now the ship just hit a damn iceberg and they're doing all this bullshit. But Jack gets arrested. He goes, they put him down into the brig or whatever you call the thing. So, flash forward. Rose saves Jack and they go up, you know, Rose saves Jack. They go up top and they get separated some sort of way. But um, Cal comes up to Rose. He tries to convince her to go and get into a ship. And Rose is just like, no, I can't. I just can't. And like Jack's like, then Jack shows up. No, no, Rose, go. And Cal tells Rose that, yeah, he'll make sure that he has spot for and he'll make sure that Jack gets on too. So Rose is going down on the lifeboat and looking up at both Cal and Jack. And then she, this, this fool jumped off. She jumps off of a lifeboat and jumps back into a boat that's sinking. sinking. And Cal's like, what the fuck? And so... This dude ends up going straight up O.J. Simpson. You know, he grabs the gun from his henchman and starts chasing um, Jack and Rose, shooting and everything. This dude, crazy as hell. And ultimately, though, Cal gets on a lifeboat after pretend, after grabbing this child and pretending that's his child and he couldn't leave him, blah, blah, blah. The henchman dies as the ship is splitting apart. Rose and Jack are on the back of the ship, and they basically ride the ship down into the water and um, then Rose ends up on floating on this um, door, I believe it was. And Jack tries to get up on the door, and, you know, I guess it wouldn't support the weight. And so he's sitting there, and they're, like, talking and everything. And then at some point, Rose falls asleep, and then the one of the lifeboats comes back. And um, Rose is like, we're saved, Jack. We're saved. And... Jack's like a popsicle at this point. 
and he's still attached to her. She's trying to get, you know, so then she tries to get it from, get away from, you know, get her hands loose. And Jack slips down into the water. And she's like, I'll never let you go, Jack. I'll never let you go. And ultimately, she ends up on the lifeboat. And then the Carpathia comes and saves everyone. And then she sees Cal looking for her, thinking maybe possibly she survived. And she, you know, disguises herself and kind of hides from him. And then she lands in New York and uses her name, uses the name Rose Dawson. So we go back to present day. And the submersible crew is like, okay, well, she doesn't really know where the diamond is, blah, blah, blah. So after everybody goes to sleep, turns out this crazy-ass woman had this diamond this whole damn time. I mean, this thing is worth like a million upon millions of dollars. She could have sold that thing, had like a mansion and all this. And then she throws the damn thing overboard. I'm... See that right? That just took me out right there. I, I like wanted to walk out of the theater when I saw that bullshit. I mean, I would have, I would have took that thing to a damn pawn shop or something. But anyway, later that night, she's in bed, and next thing you know, she's young again. She's walking through the Titanic, and she walks up the stairs of the Titanic, and Jack turns around and they kiss. And then Celine Dion comes on, and all the women in the theater were crying. But um, <laughs> but um, actually, an interesting thing about that, some people say, well, did she die? Well, Ms. James Cameron, who directed this movie, said he left that up to people's interpretation. If you think she died, she died. If you think she was dreaming, she dreamed. But this was a really good movie. I believe it's like it's the t- third top grossing movie of all time, third or fourth. It's, it's definitely in the top 10. But this was a really good movie. And um, I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of episode two. My name is Ed, and I just spoiled it.